Evan. Ben, how are we doing? Good. Um, what just happened was we had a little delay, and the the moral is that when I am when I am unprepared, and I don't have the pot, I don't have the I don't have the YouTube video pulled up right away, then I can just skip to the right spot and you know play it. But the issue just then was I had already had it pulled up at the right spot. I pulled it up like five minutes ago, uh-huh. and I had it paused at the right spot. But since it it's been so long, and I hit play, it restarted it at uh-huh. zero zero. So the moral of the story here is that you know when Ben tries to be prepared and go above and beyond, then um, it's a less it's a less optimal production. Yeah, just don't do that. Um, piece of cake. All right, Ben, we're we, we're here. We arrived. It's the end Man. of the fantasy season. Schaefer Bowl is over. Year seven. Look at us. Year go. seven. Man. It's, it is the year 2022 right now. Yeah, a league that we started when all of us were in college. Yeah. And here we are, you know, aging. Yes, we all do. I just realized my how old we all were when this league started. Most of my students are closer in age to when... I was when we started this podcast than I am now to that's myself. A good point. I wow. started this podcast. Yeah, that's pretty wild. I mean, what we were like 20, I was 20, 20, 22. Yeah. Yeah, junior junior I guess you year. Were 21, I was 22, something like that. Turn Yeah, I was turning yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, pretty wild. Time remember class. remember 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 in August Evan when we were uh you know, we were talking about, you know, the, the, the post draft. Well, I guess it probably wasn't August. It's was probably early September. We we're uh, you know we had just gotten done with the draft and now uh, now we're here. You now know? we're here we're talking about who who sucked, who didn't. Maybe that'd be something fun to revisit. Uh, if you have if someone had maybe we do that for the hypies. But if you have that if you have that pulled up, that could be kind of a funny thing. Seeing who. Oh, made better, better predictions. Predict, preseason predictions. Yeah, yeah remember when we, we, yeah, we were Well, so Ben, the last we, couple of years, you've really, you know, squirreled out of that by not actually having preseason rankings and just having, like, good, medium, and bad teams, basically. So yeah. it's a good way to avoid accountability. I got to respect that. Uh, I will say, though, Noah's team, who I labeled as being bad this year, and you labeled as being good, uh, I finally, after after two consecutive years of me picking a bad team that went on to win Schaefer Bowl, <laughs> I picked I picked no, and Noah's team was not bad. It's funny because his team was very it was, average. <laughs> it was very very al- almost as average as you could get. Yeah. So. But yeah, at least at least didn't win Schaefer Bowl. Continued that trend. Um, but yeah, seventh year in a row we've had a new champion. How long can we keep this going? Probably not that much longer. <laughs> well, but, after uh, after well, next year we're due, right? We're officially due. Um, yeah. So next year is the first like single year where you would theoretically expect a new person to win. Although, like cumulatively, like we've already gone like far past the point where you would have expected someone. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty fun. Seven years, seven different champions. None of them being me. It's it's all great. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to see. It was good to see Henry break through. You know, we've been talking about his. His semifinal losses in the last what like three or four years and yeah finally broke through won a championship and also we have a champ who went four and ten in the regular season which was pretty good. henry also deserves a little bit of kudos he won uh he won college league that yeah. i'm also a part of that's impressive i i assume that no one has done that double 
ever. I mean, there aren't very many people who are in both leagues. That well, like three, I, three I mean, people, but I've won. I well, me, Tony, and Henry are in it, and yeah, like I've won that league, but not the same not year. The same as, year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah, that's exciting. Good job, Henry. Um, do we want to dive right into it? Talk about Schaefer Bowl then? Yeah, let's do it. All right, sweet. Oh, this Henry. Is... Oh, speak of the devil, Henry just. Uh, Henry, Joe, Joe wants to come on too. Okay, I'm gonna send the link. We're I, gonna pause this podcast and this we're is, gonna come I think back. we should. I think we should just send this to everyone and just have it be a zoo. I, I think. I think life is too short. I think we just go for it. All right, we'll meet you on the flip side after we play this ad. All right, boys, we are back. We've got Henry and Joe, this year's Schaefer Bowl finalists here on the pod. I, I think this is the first. Uh, the first guest that we've had on the pod, Ben, since last season. So we said we were yeah. going to do this all the time this year, and we have not, but well, here we besides are. W- besides when Andrew chimes in. Yeah, when he's just, while. like, at your house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, but, no, here we are with, with Henry and Joe. I- I'm going to open up the floor here to Henry specifically uh, and just let him, like, bask in his own team and talk about what went right, Henry. What, what went right this week? Yeah, I really appreciate appreciate the opportunity. Uh, you know, uh, I've been a been a huge fan of the pod for um, you know since day one, uh, so I'm happy to be joining. Uh, I I don't want to you know talk trash or anything. Uh, just want to say thanks to everyone for for a great year, and specifically thanks to the boys uh, for um, putting up such stellar performances. Really, the whole the whole year through, we uh, overcame a lot of adversity really maybe mathematically the most adversity of any team ever Ooh. uh and um it just couldn't be just couldn't be prouder of uh of the boys obviously you have to start with jamar chase uh i think uh, uh i you know i, I don't want to color the discussion for the hypies um but i think jamar chase might be uh the the rookie of the year potentially even the fantasy football pick of the year uh, I don't remember what uh, what round he got drafted in. Certainly, you know, you got your Corderells and your Cooper Cups, but you know, Jamar Chase putting up forty four point six in the in the fantasy football championship. You know, he's playing with his uh, college quarterback. Uh, it really the stars aligned. Couldn't couldn't say enough uh, about Jamar Chase. And well, Henry, Henry, not to too. Henry, not to. I was just gonna say you have you have another guy on your team that uh, is a strong contender to Jamar Chase for you know off, rookie of the year. You know, especially for fantasy football rookie of the year. I think I took Najee on the turn. Uh, yeah, Najee was eighteenth overall in the second round. Yeah, I think night. I took Kelsey in, at the end of the first round, and I took Najee yeah, at the turn. Uh, and you know, I think he's gonna go like easily in the top. 10 picks next year, I guess, depending on quarterback play and what happens with, um, with the Steelers. But yeah, another just like rookie who absolutely put it together for me this year. He like, he had like two down weeks, uh, in the whole season. He like handled a bazillion touches. It's amazing. He didn't get hurt. There were some like highlights of him, like absolutely, uh, just toasting these guys, uh, with uh, just disgusting stiff arms, um, yeah, uh, awesome, awesome player, awesome to watch. Uh, happy with the waiver picks uh, for the sort of um, for the for the Schaefer Bowl. KJ Osborne in an otherwise absolutely abysmal Vikings uh, game, you know, saving me with a with a uh, touchdown from our boy Sean Mannion. 
and uh, I don't even know how to pronounce Ogumbawale. Um, hoping I get that right, but you know, obviously, Scotty boy, enough to get. <laughs> is he really? So. Wow. Yeah, uh, backed up. Yeah, he backed up uh, Corey Clement nice. and probably <laughs> Melvin to a certain extent. But, uh, yeah, he was kind of a no-name back at Wisconsin. Money ball. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, just going back to Jamar Chase, who, you know, is obviously the, the notable guy this week. I, I think you could make probably a pretty good case that scoring 44 points as a wide receiver in fantasy championship week is, like, the single best fantasy performance of all time. Like, that's pretty incredible. I mean, like, obviously Henry would have won this game without any points from Jamar. It was a large blowout for Henry. But, uh, man, 266 yards and three touchdowns. That doesn't happen every week. And really, I was, like, texting with, you know, with uh, some people. Maybe it was with Ben or something. But, like, this offense has just been absolutely nuts and, like, will be next year. Like, watching Joe Burrow (laughs) is the most fun thing. Like, people kind of thought of them as, like, a – run first offense and like Joe Mixon is great um, but like man do these guys produce a lot of wide receiver fantasy points now like you know Joe with uh, with Higgins like I think just in, in the week before the championship yeah he, yeah, he put up 31 like just an <laughs> yeah. un, another ungodly sum and like to have uh, two receivers who can do that and then like you know uh Whoever like, their third one is, like, well, also... I picked up Boyd. Yeah, I picked up... Tyler me, Boyd, I mean, yeah. Yeah. To, to your point, Henry, like, you won Schaefer Bowl off of, you know, a lot of it, Jamar Chase. I My team was hot garbage all year, and I somehow got the consolation pretty much off the back of Joe Burrow and Tyler Boyd. So that it's, offense, you know, helped a lot of people. It's, it's funny we're having this conversation about weapons on the Bengals because just yesterday, Colin Coward, uh, you know fuck Colin Coward, but had a had a take that Burrow should be the MVP because Rodgers has more experience and talented weapons than Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. And for that reason, Joe Burrow should be the you know MVP of the league, which he had two other points, um, and we can get in them during my discussion. I don't want to take away from Henry, but um, I, I agree. Bengals loaded. I, I benefited, obviously, as Henry mentioned uh, last week and just didn't get the mix right this week, apparently. So Henry, any um, I'm going to open the floor up to you. any part any parting thoughts from this year? Just any anything you've been wanting to to get off your chest, or any parting you know shout outs? Maybe give Robbie Anderson a little shout out. You know, <laughs> some you know, just literally anything. I uh, will definitively not be shouting out Robbie Anderson. Um, our Julio for Robbie trade, uh, I think. <laughs> ends up a, a complete wash. Uh, there was maybe a time when Julio kept getting hurt when it looked like I was going to come out uh, better, and sure enough, absolutely a nothing burger of a trade. Um, shout out Quinn, though, uh, for uh, Justin Herbert. Cannot say enough about that guy. He didn't have a great playoff run, but he did have uh, you know enough weeks in there that were good enough to... Um, you know, get me through, especially uh, when Rogers ended up uh, having his little uh, what did totally he say? Agree. Inoculated. His inoculation didn't oh. turn out to be worth very much. It, it immunized. Uh, in the, yeah. In the stretch here, immunization. That, yeah. That was another reason that Coward said that he should win the MVP. <laughs> is that kind um, of fair, though? No. <laughs> what world is that fair? I mean, I think it's fair to miss him I, for for to ding him for missing a game. Just like 
when a guy when a guy when a guy's when a guy's kind of just like being an asshole it's like do we want that guy to be mvp evan would be missing a game in the nfl not to bring in you know phi here but evan has the cove yeah um you would have missed this week's game that's (laughs) personal health information same thing um (laughs) But no, the, this whole like, oh, he missed, I mean, like, sure, like vaccines do a little bit, but again, going back to my analogy, like they're doing about as much as uh, the French army did during World War II, holding the Germans out to can, can, keep keep people from getting it. Can I have permission to push back a little bit on that, Joe? Cause, so are we just going to excuse like guys who were anti-vaccine from day one, like Cole Beasley and stuff, like they've been anti-vax since like august are we gonna excuse them for being anti-vax the whole time just because in like early december this variant started coming because like before like december the the vaccines were were, were doing fine you know uh um, like, i i agree i the the rogers thing is a little bit of a uh a tease there uh or kind of playing in with the whole kirk cousins thing because i agree uh it with delta it used to be more effective but um Sorry, I got distracted. I'm also kind of working right now. Um. I think I think the way to think about it is, it's part of your job is being able to to play, uh, and sure things happen, uh, but like, you know, um, it's expected that if you're a pro athlete, you're doing things like physical therapy to like do your best to give yourself the chance to be able to play on Sunday, and for both Rogers and definitely for her cousins who uh, I think we all hate by now um, like you know they the fact is they weren't doing everything that they could do to be able to show up and play uh, and they're be, being paid just ungodly sums of money to be able to show up on Sunday and play uh, so therefore you know I think it's totally within the realm to say you know uh being ineligible because of COVID, particularly if you're unvaccinated, can go into the MVP discussion. I think the weapons discussion is, uh, you know, uh, probably not uh, a good uh, metric. Like the most valuable addition to your team, I don't know, is like, like Cordero Patterson or something might be like (laughs) surrounded by the most garbage team otherwise and doing the most sort of like based on his surroundings but like nobody thinks that that's actually how mvp voting should work i i 100 percent agree henry roger should have been vaccinated everyone should be vaccinated you know I've, I've made this stance pretty clear obviously a little bummed that it couldn't protect me against the bug over christmas but um 100 agree um with those takes um not any of our other cowards takes well, and, and the vaccine should not come into play for the MVP. Sorry, I'm throwing that one out of there as well. He still has better numbers. If you throw out that week, he still has better numbers than anyone anyways. Or keep that week I, in, whatever. I'd just like to, I'd just like to finish my segment with... Yes, go. Uh, that I, I think I came into this season with a little bit of a chip on my shoulder, uh, having never advanced past whatever the, the quarterfinals or whatever. The, the semis, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, my boys didn't think that we were getting the respect uh, that we deserved of, of being truly one of, one of the top tier teams in this league. Uh, we're always up there, but we're never in the discussion. Uh, and, you know, I think we, we um, 
really went out there and demonstrated this year that, uh, you know, we deserve to be in the discussion, you know, every single year, uh, we're going to be there and, and we're going to continue to be there. Um, so again, congratulations to everybody. Congratulations to Joe, a, a worthy opponent, uh, that just couldn't bring it, you know, in, in the championship week, but that happens. Um, you know, so, uh, really, really a good season. That's a classy, this is a classy response from, uh, from Henry. Um, I do, I do have one, one last question for you, Henry, and then we'll let you go. We know you're a busy guy. Um, do you, now nah, you can stick around. Uh, do you, do you plan on resting on your laurels or does, does tomorrow the preparation start for going back to back? Uh, I would say, I would say the preparation has already started. Ooh, wow. Strong words. Yeah. Evan, Evan, uh, are we able to see? Did we were we uh, were we high on Henry preseason? Uh, give me a Do second to look it up. Yeah. Do we know? I've got well, I had to somewhere. draft. If you remember, I had to draft this team um, with spotty cell service from a mountainside <laughs> while I was uh, taking a backcountry hiking trip with my girlfriend. Um, I do recall now. I can't say that it went over great that I was trying to. Uh, do a fantasy football draft uh, from um, the backcountry um, and I was only able to do a couple of my picks, the rest mostly auto-drafted uh, and um, yeah, I maybe myself wasn't that high on my team uh, <laughs> when uh, when it all started Yeah, but, for the know, record um, I, I don't have Ben's picks written down, uh, but I do have mine written down I had Henry 13th in the league <laughs> Wow. Which, to be fair, Henry's regular season record was 13th best in the league. So I think we got to give me credit for that. I foresaw that Henry would have some tough strength of schedule issues, finish 4-10. Uh, I, I didn't make any predictions about the playoffs. So I'm sure, I'm sure I had Henry um, in, my, in my contender mm-hmm. uh, category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, well, uh, Henry, you can stick around and, and chime in if you want, but we'll, Please do. we'll pass we'll pass the we'll pass the baton over to Joe and um, Joe. Make sure we keep this uh, we keep this PG. Um, like, <laughs> I'll allow PG thirteen. So you get like what three f bombs in PG thirteen? Joe's already used one. Yeah, so we got two left. Well, quota you, um, you 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 can call out three three people you can call out you, you, you that's your the call outs is more what i'm after so I <laughs> okay like that. you get okay you get three you get three call right. outs but first but first you know be classy give props to henry's team you know you, blah, you know blah, how the blah. media machine goes all right cup just um, obligatory <laughs> no thank you ben thank you evan for allowing me to join um henry nothing but best you know the best for your team and, and you and everything you great job. I sent that in the group me the other day. Um, very proud of you and you know, all the obstacles you overcame to take a four and 10 squad and, and lead them to the promised land. Um, and, you know, just signs of great leadership and, um, you know, very thankful that, um, in this league and you're competing day in and day out. Um, with that being said, you know, obviously disappointed in, in how the season ended. Um, you know, a lot of guys I could call out here on my roster. Um, but you know, those are guys who kind of carried me throughout the season. So I'm not going to be too hard on them. Um, I guess I'll start going down my roster here. Um, I had to get my iPad cause I'm on my phone and 
whenever you click out of this app, um, I lose connection to you guys. So, um, Josh Allen, you know, is he good? Is he bad? Um, that trick didn't work for me this week. Uh, Josh Allen, QB1, by the way. 20.9 points in the championship game. Um, he must have thought that we were saving it for week 18, but uh, Josh Allen, joke's on you. This was championship week, buckaroo. Buck up. Um, we've already discussed the the whole Cincy thing here. Um, you know, obviously poor mix. Um, kind of brutal when when the two guys, uh, you know, two two probably my bigger surprises on the roster here, Higgins and and Mixon. Um, both had pretty pretty great seasons, but um, you know when Chase is getting forty four point six points because his uh, buddy Gerald Burrow, who um, I don't know what kind of antics they were up to in college, but they seem a little bit close there. Um, you know, stealing all the love away from Higgins and, and Mixon. Um, so that kind of screwed me over. Um, you know, nothing else too disappointing on the roster. Obviously, MBS battling the COVID and uh, the family emergency going on there. I, I can't really ride him too much. He's obviously MVP of my team. Um, got me over the hump. Uh, you know, a guy that is going to be on my roster year in and year out. And, you know, even... <laughs> Even when you know maybe the Packers sever ties with him or or he retires, um, he'll always have a spot on my roster. So um, nothing nothing but good words for for MVS. Um, Joe, actually, Joe, not to inter- Joe, not ahead. to interrupt, but what is this MVS family thing? What did you? What his did you um his nephew died uh, oh. the the week he was out for COVID. Um, his his young nephew, I, f- I forget how old he was, but I I want to say like you know less than a year. Um, oh, that's sad. Tragically passed away. So uh, again, can I not the can guy. I not shit can I not shit on MVS anymore now? Is that? Um, I mean it's a little disrespectful, but um, keep doing you. I know you've been kind of disrespectful in the past. Uh, so if if that's your mo, go for it. All right, I'll think about it. Um. Yeah, I mean that—that's kind of the boring uh, rundown of me looking at my roster and and speaking about it. Ultimately, you know, on the year, I would say um, definitely struggled with depth, and, and and I think that you know kind of was my Achilles heel, um, especially going through some of the COVID turbulence. Fortunately, I was able to power through that. But um, I think as Evan pointed out on on one of the last two podcasts here, that you know I I really kind of needed everyone to be healthy and and clicking for, for this team to operate. And, um, fortunately, you know, didn't have that roster depth. And again, I applaud Henry for some of his, uh, late season roster pickups that, um, Gubalale or whatever his name is. Um, great, great pickup there. Uh, go Badgers. Um, you know, just great. I, I do have a beef with Yahoo. So my strategy and, you know, I don't, don't necessarily want to give my strategy away here as the second place uh, runner-up, but it's okay. Uh, Nobody my strategy. My, <laughs> my strategy is always to go in on on the waiver wire and just hit like top ads in the league, just assuming people are like ten times smarter than I am because I put in about five minutes of work a week on fantasy football. Um, and whenever I would do that, I would not get hits like these guys that were going off for like twenty points the next game. So. Um, I don't know if my algorithm's a little bit different or people are just a little bit smarter than I am, but um, I wasn't getting lucky with some of those uh, waiver picks um, like others were in the league. Um, yeah, turns out wisdom of the crowd, not always so wise, huh? I suppose. I also sometimes just hit, like, top rostered and just will grab the, like, 
you know, if the guy's at like 50%, I mean, in our league with 14 people, it's like you're picking up guys that are rostered by like 5% of the league. So it's like, maybe I'll steal a 50% guy. Um, But that usually never works out well. Um, Yeah, but I guess all things being said, very proud of the team this year. Uh, Again, came up short, um, you know, obviously, you know, led the league uh, for most of the season in points four. And, um, you know, until Ethan kind of clipped me at the end there, but he kind of fell off. Um, So, you know, I guess maybe. Uh, Did I lose it? Did you guys hear me? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Um, (laughs) This this whole points against thing, it's like, why are people getting on me for that? I, I clearly, like, was at the top of the league in points four for the majority of the season. So this whole argument against this points against and how I had such a weak schedule, like, hop off. I would have won, like, majority of my – I haven't do the numbers on how many games I would have won uh, in an alternate universe. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll uh, look up all of the alternate universes and get back to you. Sound good? Yeah, that sounds good. Um, any questions for me, guys? Any closing words you want to hear from me? Um, I, I have a statement followed by a question. My statement yes. is, 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 uh, it's, it's reiterating Joe, something to notice with the Joe Henry matchup is, you know, when, when Jamar Chase scores 44 points, there's only so many points available for T Higgins and Joe Mixon. So it's kind of like a, a double whammy there. So that's kind of a, uh, you know, whatever you want to call that. It's like a dependent variable or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, also I want to ask, I'm going to ask Joe and Henry, um, when, when we gave you guys the floor to, you know, speak about your, your team and your performance, uh, neither of you thanked God, which is a, a customary thing to do in that situation. Um, neither of you thanked your, your family. Um, and I, I, I just thought, you know, both of you have probably watched enough um, post championship press conferences at this point. I just would have expected, you know, you guys, you guys did a good thing by, you know, shouting out your various players but you know we got to thank our boy jc we got to thank the big man upstairs you know we got to thank the fam i was hoping that you know tammy and linda would get some shout outs you know maybe uh maybe mercs was going to get a shout out maybe Liv was going to get a shout out but you know i don't i didn't see any of that so i just something to um just something to think about for next time um yeah that's that that wasn't really a question it was more a statement followed by a statement um Anyways, that's it. Joe, you want to take okay. that one? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and that, that is fair. Um, I will say fantasy football is kind of an individual game here. Um, you know, don't really need to give thanks to the big man upstairs. Um, you know, clearly, if he was watching over me for the season, I would have, you know, been winning so maybe he's as Russell Wilson would say you know God was on their side today um God wasn't on my side for the the championship um you know love live love my mom um neither of them contributed to the success I had this season it was it's really just me so um I'm gonna take all the all the responsibility and none of the blame here nice. what about the moral support Joe Moral support, sure. Um, I mean, the funny thing, if, if you'll give me a couple minutes, is or not a couple minutes, but uh, Liv has a family. Oh. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Oh. I'm back. Um, uh, Liv, Liv. Your, your right. mic is busted, Joe. You're getting, we're getting a ton of interference there. Right now? Just, yeah. Oh, this is bad. Um, yeah. Uh, so Liv herself has a fantasy football team, and it's a league of um, – her like friends from college and all of them have boyfriends who uh 
I'm close with as well. And all of the boyfriends help their uh, girlfriends in fantasy football um, and have side bets around it. And Liv won't let me help with her team. Um, <laughs> so she finished last place this year. Um, you know, maybe take a little bit of support from the guy that finished first, but um, that's her uh, prerogative. So. All right. You mean se- finish second? Oh, yeah. Did I finish second? I thought I finished first. <laughs> first in the regular season. I'll accept, I'll accept, I'll accept that, Joe. I, I want to point out, too, that Henry did shout out his girlfriend for letting him draft while they were on vacation. So Well, that well, see, Evan, I, I think that was it was less of a, a shout out and more just of it was just a uh, that was like a description. Another obstacle. Of, it was another it was, obstacle. <laughs> <I remember. laughs> it was an obstacle. It, it was it was fra- it was framed more as more as yeah, what Henry was saying. It was nice. framed as a as a as an obstacle. <laughs> All right, boys. Well. Thank you guys for coming on. Evan, we got to give Henry the chance to, to, to say some parting thoughts. I thought, I thought <laughs> All right. maybe Henry wanted to shout out, shout out someone, someone special. Uh, uh, nope. Uh, I just overcame and uh, I owe my success to no one. <laughs> Except for Jamar Chase. Yeah. Well, to Jamar Chase and uh, Najee. Um, yeah, again. Uh, and the Saints you know, defense, Jay. and Wilbur uh, and Wale, and. KJ Osborne, uh, like, thank you, Adam Thielen, for breaking your ankle or whatever happened so that KJ Osborne could get some targets. Uh, thank you, Mannion, for, like, I don't know, being bad and throwing only to your second best receiver in a game where he did absolutely nothing. Yeah, the whole thing. Thank you, no. Ethan, for not putting in a waiver claim for Justin Jackson. Uh, yeah. For, uh, you know, the semifinal week, I would have gotten him, but uh, it it proves a funny point, uh, nonetheless. That was an interesting development that none of us realized until the semis that the waiver did not reset. <laughs> the semis of this year, yeah. Yeah, kind of uh, funny. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. It was a pleasure to have you, Ben. I think we'll have to make this a yearly thing, as uh, you know, we get the, the two finalists on here. It's a it's a good time. Yeah. No, that was a Henry Henry texting us uh, right before we started um, recording. I think that was divine intervention. So God deserves a little bit of a shout for that. You True. Know? All right. Thanks for coming on, guys. I'm about to send us to break. Thanks, guys. Thanks much. Talk to you guys later. Talk. All right. We're back. Uh, gonna, I guess, start with a conversation about the third place game, which I was in. It, it's funny, Ben, that we're talking about three games today, and all three of them are gonna involve people that were on this podcast. So, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's good for us. Uh, sorry, sorry for Ethan and Tony. We couldn't get you on the pod. We can't have everyone on the pod all the time, you know. That's fair. Um, so, third place game. My team bounces back in a big way. Uh, One twenty-five to ninety-two for Ethan. I definitely didn't think I was gonna win this game, so it was fun to see. See the boys bounce back after what was a really bad semifinal. I went in the playoffs this season. I went from like 135 points down to 60 points, right back up to 125. So, you know, what are you going to do? It's, that's fantasy football for you, Ben. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's pretty funny that you you and I each came away with some 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 uh, hardware this year. Not the not the not the best hardware, but you know, you could say a con- a consolation. Ask hardware. 
Um, yeah, it's good for the pod that you know both of us both of us won in week seventeen. You know, like that means something even if it's not winning Shaper Bowl. You know, it feels good to end on a win. Yeah, you get a nice you get a nice bronze uh, bronze trophy. Yeah. To do you already ha- did you get third the year the first year? Did you end up um, winning that, that yeah, third place game? I finished third in year one. Yeah, I nice. think I finished fourth a few years ago as well. So nice. So you got another another nice bronze medal to go yeah. in your. Uh, in, in your, the trophy uh, case, yeah, the trophy case. Um, let's see. Looking through your team, honestly, there's not a ton of like your your um your main guys didn't really go crazy. Yeah, Rogers. Was... Rogers had twenty. Cooks had twelve. Williams had twelve. But it's kind of your secondary guys that um really went off. I'll let you. I'll let you. Barkley only had ten. Uh, I mean, not on, not ten, only. ten points for Barkley at well, this point is like well, you, oh man. <laughs> you know you know what I mean though. Like when you score one twenty five. Yeah right. You know Barkley was not the re- it was some of these other guys. I'll yeah. let you, I'll or let even you like Mark it. Andrews was uh, you know my second lowest scoring guy uh, ahead of only my defense and Andrews has been my best player all year pretty much. Um, yeah it was a fun week in that like all of my guys did well but nobody did crazy you know it was like the floor was super high like Andrews had nine points and he was the second lowest scorer. Um, it was fun to like slot in Boston Scott into my flex, uh, kind of as a replacement for Miles Sanders, who broke his hand, uh, and he scored two touchdowns, had 80 yards. So that was that was pretty fun. When you pick up a random guy like that and he puts up 20 points, it's always a good time. Not like not as random as a Goomba Wale. Like we've seen we've seen this from Boston. Yeah, Scott Boston Scott. It, it, it's kind of two. random in that like you know he could have easily scored three points in this game, but you know getting 20 yeah. out of him was pretty fun. Um, Otherwise, De- like, Deonta, Deonta Foreman, 26 carries. Yeah, Foreman, Foreman really came on there at the end of the year. There was kind of some question after Derrick Henry got hurt, like who's going to take over the backfield, and it took them a few weeks to figure it out. Um, but then Foreman has been like pretty consistent over the last month or so. He had kind of a clunker in week 16. But otherwise, he's been getting a good amount of work, and you know, it was fun to see him do well. Like. Him and Sony Michelle were both guys I picked up relatively late in the year. Like I picked up Foreman on December fourth, and Michelle on November twentieth, and both those guys were really solid starters through the end of the season. Um, the one other thing with my team, it was really fun to get Mike Williams back this week. Uh, you know, I traded him to Henry right around Thanksgiving for Aaron Rodgers, um, and then Henry dropped him after he got COVID. Uh, but he came back to play this week after they changed the protocols, and he scored a touchdown, had 60 yards. So it was good to have the band back together. You know, it was good to have Cooks and Williams back at wide receiver uh, when I really desperately needed like a healthy wide receiver. <laughs> so that was good too. Yeah, you um, you I did not realize Williams was uh was coming back. I thought about putting in a claim for Williams, but based on the reports I was getting, I I thought he was going to be out week 17. So that was a pretty savvy pickup on your part. Yeah, as you can imagine, I was I was pretty thirsty for wide receivers who who are available to play. Although, as it turns out, Jacoby Myers scored a touchdown uh, on my bench, so that would have been fine as well. But yeah, it was good to have Mike Williams back. I think I ended the year with three guys that I drafted. Um, one of them being Mike Williams, who was not on my team the whole season. So shout out to Brandon Cooks and Mark Andrews for making it the whole way as well. Um, yeah, no, very, very good. Evan, do you have any parting thoughts from, from this season? Anything, you know, tie a bow or wrap a bow or whatever the word is? Um, it was a weird year in that, like, some of my early draft picks didn't turn out very well. Like, I picked Christian McCaffrey second overall, and then I picked Allen Robinson in the second round. Uh, both of those guys had, like, I don't know, three weeks where they were worth starting, uh, for different reasons, obviously, but 
it was really fun to see some of the like late round picks turn out. Like Brandon Cooks had a really good season. I picked him in the seventh round. Like guys like James Conner, who I traded away, like he was awesome all year. Like Mark, even Mark Andrews, you know, got picked in at the end of the fourth round and was tight end one. So it was a fun year, kind of just like having guys pop up like that and having a strong team after you know being kind of shit for like two or three seasons in a row. So it was good. It's good to be back on the horse here, Ben. Good. Um, should we should we should we um, talk about Ethan's team? Yeah, let's talk about Ethan a little bit. Overall, I would say um, if you're Ethan right now, um, you're probably a little bit disappointed. You know, um, is that is that a fair fair thing to say? Yeah, I mean, I think um, we had been talking about Ethan as like a favorite coming into the playoffs. So finishing fourth definitely a little disappointing, but you know that's that's the way it goes. Yeah, I think he was the highest point point total scorer. Um, you know, I think, I think he uh, he wishes that maybe his team could have uh, been a little more inspired for this playoff run. Um, but it doesn't it doesn't always happen how how you want it to. You know, I, I think I think at least um, you know could always be worse. Could have lost in the quarters. Um, right. But, yeah, but well, I guess Ethan getting was, fourth, I guess, is not much better. Yeah, but, Ethan was saying uh, before the playoffs, like consistency was key. Like Ethan had one of the most consistent teams all season, and in the end, it was like the fact that he couldn't hit any upside in the playoffs that really did him in. Like, in the quarters, he scored 105, so that was pretty decent. Uh, in the semis, he scored 95. And here, in the third-place game, he scored 92, which, like, are all pretty solid weeks. But in the playoffs, you're probably losing at least one of those, right? Like, regular season, you might go 3-0 and in those games. But playoffs where teams, especially this year, are putting up some, like, really high point totals. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you're just not going to win with 92. It's a solid week, but it's, you know, a little tough to pull that one out. Yeah, especially when you only get 15 from Cooper Cup. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, we got to shout out Cooper Cup. I'm sure we'll be yeah. talking about him in the hypees at length, but man, I just like one of the one of the least expected fantasy seasons of all time. You know, he got picked 40th overall in our league and then proceeds to have one of the what like five best wide receiver seasons of all time. Yeah. Um, I mean, not to not to make this about me, but like I'm looking at this game log, man, and like I know I'm not gonna pick Cooper Cup number one, and I know that would be crazy, but if he even comes close to this next year, yeah, right. Like, like if if you were guaranteed that he would do this again, then you would pick him number one, probably, right? Like, you know, it, it's it's a crazy he, year. He had seven games. He had seven games over eighteen points. <laughs> yeah, seven. Well, then he had exactly one game below 90 yards all season, and that was 64, Seven, so it was, like, also I mean, fine, he, you know? Let's see. He had, he had nine games. He had nine games over 16. Nine. Yeah. Nine games over 16 points. Especially he at scored, wide receiver. It, it's he hard scored, to find that kind of consistency. He, Cooper Cup scored 15 points this week, and it was his 10th highest point total <laughs> this year. Pretty crazy, yeah. You know, like, that is... Man, I don't know if we're ever going to see a wide receiver season quite like this. Like, the, you know, like, it's, man, it's, that's, it's yeah. just double-digit game after double-digit game. It's, man, pretty pretty impressive. I only gotta, three games, only three games for Cooper Cup, only three games in single digits this year, and two of those he had nine and change. Yeah. I got to give you know? uh, Cooper Cup a shout-out, too. He was asked last week about potentially breaking 
Calvin Johnson's receiving yards record uh, and, ha- you know, having the extra week like they do this year. And he basically said, like, there should be two separate records. Like, it's not fair that I'm going to break yeah. Calvin Johnson's record. And, you know, I respected him, putting some su- shine on Megatron. You know, that was, that was cool to see. You know, he respects the game. And, you know, you might have expected a guy to, like, give a non-answer, like, say, like, Oh, uh, you know, all those guys are great, but like, you know, the yards are yards or whatever. So it was cool to see him kind of defer on that front, and you know, it would be cool to see him break two thousand yards. You know, that'd be wild. yeah. And I, and I mean, there'll always be for now on all these season records. There'll be asterisks next to them, and and that's and that's fine. That's essentially what he was getting at. Like, there'll be two separate yeah records. Um, but yeah, and no, overall, I'd say there's not much. Jarrett Patterson had a had a had a good game for. Um, the football team. Evan, did you see that the football team introduced their final... Uh, did you see this? I didn't see the finalists. I saw that they're announcing a name uh, in February, in a few weeks. Uh, so th- there are reports on the... I, I won't read through a, um, a bunch of them, but I, the one I liked the most was um, Armada. <laughs> there, Armada was one. There was, um, I think, uh, Senators was one. Ugh. Maybe Def- Defenders? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe something like that. But but also, one of the finalists was Washington football team. Yeah. Having seen uh, the list, it sounds like they're not going with Red Wolves, which is my personal favorite, for like copyright reasons or something. Um, and that was the only one I actually cared about. If they're not going to go with that, I think the others are all like uniformly bad, and they should just stick with WFT. Which you don't people... like Armada? No. <laughs> I, like, I like Armada. I think that's kind of catchy. I tend to not like... Um, names that don't end in S. Um, and also, like, why is it Armada? Like, Washington is not really on water. <coughs> Sorry. Isn't it? <laughs> Sorry about that. Quick break so uh, my COVID-infected self could go cough uh, not on air. But yeah, so I, I just think in general, like, I don't love the names that don't end in S, and I also don't love Armada because Washington is not, like, on water. It's not on the ocean. So I'm just not sure about it, Ben. Yeah, that's fair. Um... So that that will we have to will we have to do an emergency pod when they pick a name? I think we should just cover that on the draft pod. You know, That's as, fair. as is our normal schedule. <laughs> um, I'll say other things on Ethan's team. You're pretty disappointed with this Jalen Hurts performance, I'm sure. Um, yeah, that was the one thing where like obviously Ethan lost by a pretty good amount in this game, but Jalen Hurts kind of faded at the end of the year here. Like his last four games, he was below 17 three times. Um, which was sort of true throughout the year. I guess he was pretty consistent at the beginning, and then he really kind of faded after week eight when they started running the ball a ton. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'll be interested to see where he goes next year in the in the quarterback rankings, just because like you know he's got that rushing quarterback shine, and he had a pretty good season. He's he's uh, mm-hmm. overall number nine right now, but a little bit of a disappointing end for Hertz for sure. Yeah, and they won. Like you mentioned, they went more with the run starting in you know week eight. Let's call it week eight against the Lions and. Against the Lions, they probably would have won doing anything. Uh, but, you know, you look at it's. – I'm curious how the um, the Eagles will approach, like you said, with where Hurts goes in drafts next year because um, they went down the stretch. One, two – they went they went six and two. Yeah. Um, after, after week eight when they started running the ball more, they went six and two. So kind of putting less pressure on Hurts. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, and so, using his skills too. You know, he's obviously a great, great with the ball in his hands in the open field. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think they were one of the most efficient running offenses in the league after they really kind of switched to running all the time. So, it's it's yeah. worked out for them. Um, 
I guess I should have. I guess I should have mentioned that only two of those games. So they went six. They finished the year six and two, and only two of those games did Hertz score more than <laughs> yeah. uh, eight, eighteen points. I guess one of those games he was out. Gardner Minshew started against the Jets, so I guess yeah. that one doesn't really count. Um, yeah, and I think the only other thing on Ethan's team I think is interesting. If we, if we want to say Jalen Hurts kind of um, started to fall towards the end of the year, a guy who really started to to heat up towards the end of the year, Devin Singletary. I was yeah. ready to I was ready to in requiem when we talk about our hypies. We do our in requiem. I was ready. I was about ready to in requiem Devin Singletary. Yeah, I mean, I was throwing um, dirt on the grave myself. Like I, I released him from my team on December 11th, um, and then the week after that, he had four carries. So you know, yeah. It's, uh, but yeah, back from the dead. Yeah, man. I don't. This Buffalo backfield. What if you if you have a good read on the Buffalo backfield for next year, you are a smarter person than me. Yeah, I honestly think Singletary. I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the Bills draft a running back or acquire yeah. a better running back it seems like they're not very happy with the status quo but like this yeah. year Singletary got drafted in the eighth round and he was dropped twice and I think if the Bills don't change anything about the backfield it's going to be the same story right like he's going to get drafted in like the middle rounds and then he's going to get passed around a little bit on waivers you know it's just hard because the Bills don't run the ball very much and they don't run it very well <laughs> so, and one Allen well when we talk about running, like Allen runs it a right. lot, es- right. especially yeah. in the red zone. So Singletary has actually scored four touchdowns in the last three games, but he only had two on the year coming into that stretch. So really, has not been a big goal line type guy. Yeah. Um. All right. That's enough for uh, Ethan's team. Um. All right. Let's talk about the have... consolation. The consolation. Um. So Evan, if we... Henry talked a little, a little bit about. His, his team having a, a chip on their shoulder coming into the season. If we want to talk about chips on the shoulder, I don't know if there was any chip that was bigger than the than, – and I know it was just the consolation playoffs. You know, it's, 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 not, the, it's not the big dance. It's kind of the NIT of, uh, of yeah. Schaefer Bowl. But, you know, this is, this is a – you know, my team was getting, you know, kicked around by everyone all year. Everyone, you know, putting their fingers in my guys' faces, telling them that they're no good and – you know these guys, to their to their credit, they didn't uh, they didn't they didn't just you know cash it in. You know they they didn't just you know you know they didn't they didn't just uh, you know collect their paychecks and and walk and walk away. You know they really they really took pride in you know taking the consolation seriously. And and I and I'm proud of these guys. You know it was not it was not the year that that I wanted for my, for my team. Um, my, my pride definitely took a hit this year. Um, and my, my resume definitely took a hit this year. When you talk about, you know, something I hung my hat on when Ethan talks about consistency being key, something that I took a lot of pride in was, was never having missed the playoffs. And, and that streak came to an end this year in, in glorious fashion. (laughs) Not only did I not make the playoffs, but I was a hundred percent out of playoff contention around week. I don't know, seven or, yeah, or it's eight. Pretty early. Yeah. Um, it was it was bad, and so I'm just I'm I just want to say just I'm I'm proud I'm proud of my guys. Um, I'm proud of I'm proud of Joe Burrow. Um, I'm happy for that guy. Um, I think Joe Burrow might be the only guy still on my team that I uh, that I drafted. Well, I guess I drafted Ramondre and then dropped him probably four times. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, but uh, I think. I think Burrow is the only guy on my team that I that I um, that I drafted. So it was a tough year, you know. Back in August or whenever, Gus Edwards, my my uh, my top running back, third round pick, 
tore his, tore his whatever. And um, I realized about week, I realized about week three, I looked at my team and I was looking at, we were, we were recording the pod and I was looking at all these other teams, all these other rosters. And I kind of had a come to Jesus moment around week three, I think, give or take a week. I just saw like the talent deficit that my team had. Because like Trey Sermon, I put a lot of draft capital in the Trey Sermon, rip Trey Sermon. Yeah. Uh, and he was not getting any kind of run. And, you know, I just, Waller was not really doing Darren Waller things. Um, at least he was do he was he was doing it a little bit at the beginning of the year, but not really. And um, I'm just proud of I'm proud of my guys for for, for sticking with it. And um, luckily, Joe Burrow and Tyler Boyd they really um, they really came through for me. I was able to I was able to beat Tony, and that was a big when we talk about like the good guy winning and the bad guy losing. <laughs> you know, it was truly it was truly truly poetic. I think that uh, that my team was able to to pull out this this kind of not not miracle. I think that's a that's a that's a stretch. But I think for this team, this roster, this talent on paper to to win any kind of hardware in the playoffs, to win three straight games after uh, having the having the kind of year that I had being the lowest in points scored by like a lot. Uh, you know, for this team to to win anything in the playoffs and and I think I think is a uh, I'm 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 uh, I'm a little I'm a, I'm a, I'm happy for the guys. You know, it wasn't it wasn't the season that I wanted, but um, you know, winning the consolation, it does serve as some, you know, consolation. So that's all that's all I'm gonna say. I know that was long, but Evan, do you have any anything you would like to you'd like to add? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, like you know, it's 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 good to. I'm sure it feels good to get into the consolation and finally turn it around a little bit. Like I've had years where I get to the consolation and the whole year, like the whole like last month of the regular season, you're like, all right, I know I'm not going to make the playoffs, but like I'm going to win the goddamn consolation. And then I like lose in the first round or something. So it's, it's got to feel good to do this and especially to do it in this fashion. Like the first two rounds of this bracket, like you didn't exactly have great weeks. Uh, but then here in the consolation championship, 135 big ones. Um, that's that's a lot of points to score in a consolation game, um, and yeah, I think the way that you scored it is kind of weird and fun. Uh, like we we're talking about my team, just like a bunch of guys scoring fifteen points. Your team was like the opposite, where it was like three or four guys scoring twenty, and then a bunch of more normal performances. You know, it's always fun to have like those kind of crazy games, and they're from weird sources too. Like we expect Joe Burrow to do well, although maybe not this well. Um, but we don't expect for Monday Stevenson to score two touchdowns or Amon Ross St. Brown uh, to score a couple of touchdowns as well. Or even well, like Quan Treadwell coming back from the dead. Yeah, I guess we do expect <laughs> the Bears defense to score 21 when they're facing the Giants. Uh, but that's, you know, that's nice too. So, Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see. You mentioned Amonra. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. It, he was a rookie this year, and a lot of times rookie yeah. wide receivers, they don't uh, start the year off very hot. But he had a pretty good last uh last few weeks i guess the quarterback situation might change in detroit and, right i you know, i can already that. hear the wheels of the hype train like pulling into the station ben like i honestly think st brown is going to get shot to the moon next year so his last five games and targets 12 12 11 11 11 um and he scored yeah. four touchdowns in that time too uh yeah i mean like you said i'd be a little hesitant because i'm sure this offense is going to be bad next year as well um and because the quarterback might be changing um you know clearly like him and jared goff have 
some kind of rapport, but it could easily be some overmatched rookie next season. Right. Um, but you definitely like what you're seeing, you know, like he's, he's gotten a ton of targets and including in the red zone as well. So that's yeah. been fun. Yeah. And it's, it's funny that I, I totally forgot that my first two weeks in the consolation bracket were so bad. <laughs> oh yeah. You like just scraped by Nick. It was like 58 to 55 or something. And then you yeah. scored like 70 something last week. So yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's a lot of times that's what it takes to win the consolation. So it's a good thing you really, you know, gave it no doubt here at the end. What did Tony have? I'm trying to figure out what did what did Tony in what trying week? to this week? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. He scored seventy-five. Seventy-five. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess we don't really have to talk about Tony's team very much. We really um, don't. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, how? How? Um, that was that was for the league when when Henry and Joe talk about like, you know. You know, ever like you know, shouting out everyone for having a good season. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm proud of myself that you know, my team was was dog shit this year, and um, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a good season for me. But I'm proud of myself for not, uh, not throwing in the towel. And I think me getting the first round pick, or excuse me, the first overall pick instead of Tony, that like that was like that was for the league. I think it's good for content. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that was like. Going into next year's draft, like Tony having the first overall pick, like I, I don't know if I could have, I could have stomached that. And so I'm just, I'm glad that you know, my 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 brethren, my boys, you know, I'm I'm glad that I could I could do that for, for the league, you know. Yeah, well, good work, Ben. You, you turned it around. Uh, as we noted, was a possibility last week. Both the consolation champ and the Shaper Bowl champ went four and ten in the regular season, <laughs> uh, and then won three games in a row. So, good for you guys, um, and, and yeah, thanks to the whole league for participating this year. Oh um, yeah, thirteenth and fourteenth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thirteenth and fourteenth, <laughs> the champ and the consolation champ. Um, yeah, so we'll be back next week uh, with the annual Hypey Awards. Um, I guess I, I don't have anything else this week, Ben. You got anything? I guess I'll just say if you we'll we'll do some not like a hypey not like an award for this but if you think someone should be nominated for a certain award and I mean take your best guess at what the awards will be uh, but if you just think that someone deserves uh, an award or a shout out maybe we'll do some kind of like a mailbag uh, send a, shoot me a text shoot Evan a text we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll uh, air everyone's uh, not grievances, the opposite of grievances. Yeah, the opposite you know, of you, grievances. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. So if you think someone on your team deserves a shout, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll make them a finalist for an award. If they don't, uh, if they don't win it, then you know, better luck next year. Um, if you have an idea for an award as well, right? You know, some similar similar thing. Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, we, yeah, we might do the inaugural uh, Schaefer Ball Hall of Fame class as well. So. I think I think instead of having the Hall of Fame class be put up to a league-wide vote, it might just it might just need to get me and Evan the committee. To, it, yeah, the committee. The committee. Uh, we. It's like it's like you need to turn both keys in the nuclear. You know, you need two people turning the keys at the same time. Nice. You know, like Evan's got his key. I got my key. You know. Um. But yeah. So yeah. Well, that'll be probably. You know mid to late next week we'll get the hypies turned down you know i gotta put in a little bit of prep for it but um yeah one more pot evan can you believe yeah. it we're we're already done with schaefer bowl another year another year um yeah well should All we right. send it off let's send it off 
All right, queer eyes. Full hearts. Can't, Can't lose. lose.